Hi, I'm David Dodge. Welcome to Green Energy Futures. Geothermal just might be one of the oldest renewable energy technologies out there. Shallow geothermal exchange is a super old technology. Heat pumps have been around for over 100 years. Actually, probably more than that. And actually, we've been using geothermal or shallow geoenergy for thousands of years. The Romans used it in their baths. And in Canada, we have well over 100,000 installs. That's Jacob Komar. He's an engineer at Revolve Engineering, and he thinks we're about to experience the second coming of geothermal energy. We're trying to eliminate the use of fossil fuels, which means the future is electric. And when you look at electric systems, when you look at simple efficiency of comparing, let's say, resistance heating at 100% efficiency versus a geosystem which can operate at an average efficiency of over 400%, you're using 75% less energy. And this is the secret sauce of geothermal. While a high-efficiency furnace is 98% efficient, the heat pumps that upgrade heat from the earth in geothermal are 400% efficient. The more heat you need the more you save. In our previous episode, Komar said geothermal is the cheapest way to renovate old, inefficient buildings to net zero because you don't need as many costly upgrades to get there. You're really only doing three things, windows, electric hot water tank, and geo. And it's a much simpler approach, and we think in some cases can be cheaper than the passive approach. In his case study, Komar says it costs half the price to bring a home to net zero. Whereas if you look at other building types on a larger scale and even commercial scale, you get several things happening. One, you get economies of scale. Essentially, the bigger and the more cooling dominant, the better. And that's going to be obviously the sweet spot for geo. Part of the magic of geothermal systems is they can heat or run in reverse and cool a building. And in the case of the solar-powered Mosaic Center, a 30,000-square-foot net zero office building, the geo system stays in cooling mode even when it's minus 10 degrees Celsius outside. We found that that building, it's only 30,000 square feet, but with lots of south-facing glass, that only had an R27 wall. It wasn't crazy. And we found that actually if we increased the insulation more than that, we'd actually increase the energy use. Komar has run the model, and he says it's actually cheaper to bring a 50,000-square-foot building to net zero with geothermal than build it conventionally. A great example is schools. I do think if we got smart about this and looked at all of the costs, that we could build geoschools for similar costs to what we're doing now. Geothermal also works at neighborhood scale, such as the District Energy Sharing System at Blatchford, the planned net zero neighborhood for 30,000 people in Edmonton. Komar believes geothermal is the best way to reduce energy and emissions. It's really exciting with the technology, and this really just shows the future of how buildings are going to be heated and cooled. Geothermal systems can even be used to capture energy normally wasted. A typical ice rink, one sheet, will reject 1.2 million kilowatt hours of waste heat per year. If we, for example, connected an ice rink in a neighborhood through piping, similar to what Blackford, just low temperature piping, and we connected that waste heat to homes, you could heat 50 to 100 homes for free. And there's other opportunities. For example, cannabis facilities, data centers, they reject probably 10 times as much as an ice rink. Learn more about geothermal at greenenergyfutures.ca. For Green Energy Futures, I'm David Dodge.